What's up, Mets fans? Orange and Blue Thing, Season 2, Episode 30, out here on Long Island. I'm Darren Mean, and that's Lizzie Saroyan. Hello. I almost never say your last name. We got Drew behind the scenes. Am I supposed to even say your last name, Drew? Drew's fine. Yeah, all right. Drew, Drew 4-5, behind the scenes, <laughs> taking, taking the calls. Uh, we should have actually... Uh, I should have done something better with that angle here. You're not really centered, Lizzie, but whatever. Move over a little bit towards me a little bit. Anyway, so out around Long Island, a little early Thursday show. My buddy, or our buddy, Andrew Zarin, used to do something on G, uh, GFQ, Guys, Guys from, Queens. from Queens. It was called the Friday Night Free for All. So I'm totally that? stealing that. It's just like, whatever. Just have a show about whatever. We do have notes to discuss about different Mets topics that happen throughout the week. Obviously, not a whole b- lot of great things to talk about in Mets land the whole entire season besides the first 11 and one start. I keep, I keep saying that. <laughs> I keep saying that every week because obviously we know that things have been piss poor since the beginning of April. But he used to do something called the Friday Night Free for All where basically he opens the phone lines and the... Um, the callers of his show would would basically drive it. So I wrote something yesterday on Twitter about whatever the train rolls on, and that's kind of what we're going to try to do for this show today. Let's Obviously, do we do have topics, but um, we want you guys to call. And I don't know that the phone lines are already ringing. So the number is six three one three eight eight five one nine five. And also shout out to the Mets. We aren't going to be at the outing, not the the game, not the outing. We aren't going to be at the game this weekend. We are going to be in Brooklyn for our. Uh, outing with the Seven Line Army, the, the schedule just kind of worked out the way it did. So we didn't want to compete with, um, you know, the Mets selling tickets at City Field. But the the way that the schedule worked out with our road games, our home games, and the way that things work out in Brooklyn, we uh, had no other choice but to pick th- this Saturday. Right. And as luck would have it, it ends up being the Noah Syndergaard Thor bobblehead day at City Field. So we're going to have to actually miss that. But they did send two over here that we are going to give away for free right now. If you share the show on Facebook or retweet if you're watching on Twitter or Periscope. And um, what I didn't know is last year when they did the Thor bobblehead, which is actually back there. Was it last year or two years ago? I don't know. Whenever they did the last one, that was actually their most popular giveaway giveaway ever. ever. Mm-hmm. Which is which is crazy. If you remember like the lines of people that were basically oh, from the Rotunda all the way past where Shea used to be. And uh, this is version two. Obviously, the Mets are playing pretty poorly right now. So, um, you know, things that the team does like this gets people to come out to the ballpark, which is of always course, a cool thing. Obviously, you and I talk about it all the time. Like, we just like being at the games regardless. But obviously, we want the team to win. But, uh, you know, spending a day with your friends and family. And we had that caller last week who... Yeah. Um, went to the game straight from the f- his uncle's funeral just yeah. as like a way to like uh, a little bit of closure and whatever. So people go to baseball games and cheer for their, their own reasons. And if you do make it out to the ballpark this weekend, if you don't have a ticket, I'm, I'm sure there's some tickets left. Uh, first 25,000 people through the gates get the Noah Syndergaard bobblehead awesome, for free. Now, now you have the opportunity there's 10,000 more because last year there was only 15,000. Was it really? Yeah. And now they upped it to 25. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get. I don't know. Yeah. I guess maybe. What does it say? Oh yeah. Last year was ten thousand less. So that's pretty yep. cool. Yeah. So if you are going to the game, you're you're gonna get this. Unfortunately, I keep kind of hinting on these things when they send us stuff. I'm like, send an extra so we could send put it up. I'm not I trying to get. I'm not trying to get greedy here, but you know we appreciate <laughs> the uh, the giveaway for the fans. But it would be nice if we can add add one here to the wall. Yeah. So uh, we were the nice proud owners of the 
these bobbleheads for like a week, and now we have to give them away. But yeah. uh, happy August. I can't believe it's August already. Me neither. My buddy put up something, uh, one of my BMX friends, about, hey, it was a flyer for something going on in Pennsylvania next month, and it said like September or whatever. He's like, only a month away. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, uh, I can't believe September's you know, know. almost here already. The summer's basically over. Yep. Uh, the only positive part about it is we only have, seriously, like two months of baseball left. So <laughs> no, <laughs> no more suffering. Yeah, you know, after the, the worst lost in, in in the franchise history of the night, 25 to 4. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, you know, maybe they could top that. But we are going to get to the phone line in just one second. But we are, for the first time, ever going to open a beer with a label on it on the show. So let's let me, let me get nice and close to the microphone here so you guys can hear it. <laughs> Lizzie, cheers. Drew, cheers. Uh, shout out to our friends at Oyster Bay Brewing cheers. Company. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Uh, we've been down with them for... Hold on, i got to take a sip before I do I this. I know, for real. You wow. know what? You know what's crazy? The um, we drank Oyster Bay on the show so many times, but we just never said that we were drinking Oyster Bay. A so lot. now we are actually <laughs> showing the label and talking about it. But they've Wh- been in business which one for. Are you drinking? This is the Honey Ale. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? The IPA? Yeah. The yeah. Honey Ale is good because it's not too overwhelming with taste regular. And what they were talking about, we mm. we were talking to the guys yesterday, uh, just about you know certain things about the brewery and whatever. But like the honey from this is local from Oyster Bay. I love that. So like you're you're into the beer scene. You used to be a little beer snob going to the going used to the to different be? events. Um, <laughs> and you know I actually went to one last Saturday. I forgot to tell you about that. But anyway, so uh, it, everything they do is brewed in house. It's kind of like the same formula that we kind of like to do for the seven line they do everything themselves everything's done right there two guys started something on a whim 2012 awesome. now they got the brewery in oyster bay but uh the cool part about it is not only that they give us beer now which which is obviously awesome but um <laughs> awesome if anyone is is watching right now and they want to go to the brewery pop on in say that you uh are you know, a viewer of orange and blue thing and they're going to do five dollar pints every single time there's ever a mets game on so yeah. you could turn basically their uh, their brewery into like a viewing party spot to watch the Mets. Five dollar pints and uh, dollar beers. There. No, I, we should actually. This is you know the ink just dried on this on this deal. <laughs> but uh, we are planning something actually for a viewing party in the next couple of months. Cool. You know, kind of close out the season together, drink some good beer, and I'm just I'm just pumped on it. You know, Me just too. any reason to support a local business is great. And uh, you know, partnering up with those guys. If, if there's any Islanders fans watching, we're going to Nassau Coliseum tonight. But uh, they made a beer called the Barn Rocker, and it kind of put them on the map a couple years ago. Uh, Blue and orange hockey player on there. The barn is obviously in reference to Nassau Coliseum. It was one of their best-selling beers, and uh, I'm just pumped to be drinking beers uh, with you guys here and supporting a cool local brand. So shout out to Oyster Bay, Oyster Bay Brewing Company, popping into Cheers the brewery. To them. Cheers Thank to you. you guys. What do they got? Like 15 different beers on tap at any given moment. Yeah, um, t- I heard their tasting room is like badass. It is. It's it's really chill. Cool. Uh, there is a beer locator on their website as well, so you could type in your zip code and see what local bars or uh, breweries, not breweries, uh, distributors, supermarkets, and also whatever. In Connecticut as well, right? Yeah, they got a distributor in Connecticut Great. as well. So pop on in. It's 36 Ordru Avenue. You gotta go. Oyster Bay, New York, 11771. So shout out to the guys. Um, to move right along, though, but we were talking about uh, what was next on here. The Mets obviously didn't make a whole Being lot of depressed? moves. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mets obviously didn't make a whole lot of moves. They only moved Familia and Cabrera. Uh, Cabrera went to the Phillies. Familia went to the A's. We talked with Joe DeMeo last week about the return from, from what we got from Familia. And we, th- we thought that... Um, a few other guys may have been on the chopping block, like Flores, uh, Bautista, Wheeler, Mats, you know, whatever. They're all still here. Um, I did put up a poll a couple days ago because I was actually 
interested to see what the Mets fans thought of this, that they only made two moves. And I, we've never put up a poll that landed in 50-50, 50-50 split. If that's how it landed? Exactly. Wow. So 3,674 votes came in for the final res- results, and it said, are you okay with the Mets only moving Familia and Cabrera by the trade deadline? Dead split, 50-50. Wow. Um, you know, I, I we didn't want to give up the pitchers. I think ultimately we still... There's still a group of us that still love this core pitching, and we still feel we could do something if we stay healthy. But I don't know. If we stay healthy is the is the main word right there, or the if. main the main key. But you know what? Someone if. was saying that too. Like they want to hold on to this core pitching because they feel like they yeah. can go for it next year. They held on to the core pitching last year because they thought they were going to go for it this year. So what the fuck? Ah. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, um, we do have a call. We're going to get to Nancy in just a second. The um, the uh, the Brooklyn Cyclones actually had Tom Frazier for the past couple days. He played Tuesday and Wednesday. I believe I don't know. I haven't read it, but I believe like that was a rehab for him to maybe play yeah. back in City Field. They're going to be back home tonight. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he's back in it. But you know, you're not hearing a lot of positive things about the rest of the guys that have been hurt. Not a whole lot of positivity to talk Jay about Bruce these still days. Alive? Jay Bruce, I don't know. We'll I saw him in a commercial the other day. <laughs> oh, it's true. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get to the phones. We got Nancy in East Meadow. What's up, Nancy? Darren, thanks for taking my call again. I'm like totally thrilled. I'm stoked. Um, my little shout out today is uh, the fan questioning issue. Uh, you know, they're in a slump, whatever. But, you know, we bleed the orange and blue. And I equate it to like if you're a Paul McCartney fan, but he comes out with an album that you don't particularly like, you don't say, you know, get rid of the producer. I'm not listening to Paul McCartney anymore. If you buy his albums, you stink. So, you know, truly what a fan is through thick and thin. And, you know, shouty out to you who just keep keep the train rolling. And uh, I just I just really, like, can't stand that when someone just says, uh, you know, sell the team and do this and do that. Keep and then the don't watch. Rolling. So a like shouty that. out for that. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I totally understand the fans' frustration. And, and I... And, you know, it may come off as me poo-pooing people who don't think like I think. But, you know, the average fan might be more on my side of the fence as far as I'm going to enjoy my experience at the ballpark rather than being up in arms about, um, you know, ownership or whatever. And I totally get it. You can be on either side of the fence. It's not going to change my life one way or the other. I really enjoy going to baseball games. But um, comparing ownership to a baseball fee- baseball team to a producer of a album i don't know if if that's quite fair because um you know the artist is still going to maybe move on and and uh make better songs in the future but if the front office and the gm and whoever decides to put x player on the team that guy might be past his prime or he might not have a bounce back a year next year and that would be on the player and the gm not the producer of the paul mccartney album so i totally get the sentiment and i understand what you're trying to say but um you know, I feel like too many fans this day and age, when things aren't going great, they attack each other for the way that someone else is a fan rather than just looking in the mirror and being like, this is who I am and this is what I think. I don't have to change anyone else's mind. Because the worst thing that you could possibly do is compare your fandom to someone else's and say, the way I think is the right way or the way that I cheer is the right way. And I and people want to say that all the time about the Seven Line. Like, I think if you don't cheer with us or cheer or, or do chance or whatever then you're not a good fan i don't think that at all um but when someone says you're not a real fan if x you're you're the conversation's already over to me excellent and i also wanted to give a little shout out um to bud harrelson who's gonna have his jersey tomorrow tomorrow night at the ducks game and i'm gonna be there and you know just a little throwback to don't remember our old mets which brought us to our new Mets, and, you know, we wish him all the best, and, you know, we'll forever love Buddy. 
uh, all the best. And also shout out to Chris Chris Wade tonight. That oh, yeah. Hopefully he, he takes it on at the Coliseum. Are you so going? Have fun there tonight. Um, I am not, but my hubby works there, so he's excited. He said, I hope I get to see Darren. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you won't miss him. You know, he'll have the seven line, I'm sure. I think there's going to be a lot more, more, pe- more, more important people there than myself tonight. But no, I, and uh, you, you know, you talked about Buddy Harrelson. And I wish I wish I could have made it for tomorrow night. I already had plans to go to City Field for for something, so I'm gonna miss uh, the ceremony tomorrow night. But it sounds great, and it's a great honor. And obviously, Buddy's had some health uh, issues uh, that came up recently, you know, with the all, Alzheimer's and and things like that. So I'm glad that he's present for this uh, ceremony, rather than it be something that may have happened, you know, sometime in the future. You know, so I, I'm very happy for that. I'm very happy for his family and and all of his supporters. And I think it should be a great night out at the Ducks game. Well, I will take pictures and post them. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for calling. And thank you. Thank you. Take care, Darren. Keep the faith. All right. Bye. You know, and she's, I think she's talking about this tweet I put up yesterday. I was going to skip this, but. I um, love her. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> yeah, she was, that's why I wanted to pass her on because yeah. she was positive. Well, let me start, let me start week, with this one first because this is what brought this whole thing on yesterday. And I wrote something like, I'm getting floods of tweets. So uh, my boy KFC works for Barstool. He used to do this thing, well, he still does, called Barstool at the Park, where uh, it's similar to the Seven Line, but they, they do something upstairs where it's like unlimited beer. They, they cheer. I think it used to be on the Pepsi Porch or Coke Corner, whatever it is. And they moved this year over to the Bud Light Landing. But. Um, he wrote something. Uh, this is a tweet yesterday. If you guys aren't watching live, it said Barstool at the Park at City Field has been suspended until ownership makes some sort of changes in the way they run this franchise. Uh-huh. We have one more date scheduled in August, and after that, the event has been put on hold indefinitely. I can't support this nonsense anymore. So I text when I saw this. I instantly texted him because I'm like, thanks a lot, bro. Like, you open up fucking Pandora's box. Now, I'm yep. going to get the text and the yeah. tweets and the comments and yep. the phone calls and the emails. Why don't you guys do the same thing? Yep. And it's like, listen, you cannot compare Barstool at the Park three or four times a year to a 365, 24-7 operation. And events like tonight, and I think you took it down, Nancy talking Nancy about the, uh, the – the uh, MMA tonight at Nassau Coliseum. Things like that, bringing people together that's more than just baseball. I'd be ruining everything more so than just some outings or some T-shirts. And, and your livelihood, my livelihood, Drew, um, Andrew, I'm not Drew, uh, Adam, Adam, Kelly, everybody. Like, There's so much more pressure and, and uh, factors in play than just... Uh, Mets not playing great. Right. You know, obviously we see the sales decline. I'm not going to lie about it. Like yeah. things go down. You know, we're not as busy when the team plays the way they play. But if you also follow the way that I market the thing, I'm not going over the top like buy this, buy this, buy because I understand I'm a fan. I'm right. disgusted too. Can I get I, it. Can right. I say something really important though? I feel like people forgot when the Seven Line Army kind of started. We were fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember if we it was started like the in 2015. Line to go to the bathroom. Yeah. When they started winning, it was like you couldn't even go to the bathroom. So it's like it's not like we started when they were winning. Right. We right, started right. when we were losing. So now you want to. Right, right, right. I'm confused about and that. And that's why I put this up in response to that because I, I, you know, I started getting a lot of tweets like, "Why don't I jump on board with this with this same action?" And and what I wrote was floods of tweets coming in today asking why I don't fold up shop. The whole brand was built on adver- adversity and loyalty. I'm disgusted too, but don't expect the seven line to dismantle over it. The first shirt said, "I survived," and while it's a bumpy track, the train rolls on. And that was my response oh, to that's it. That's what she said. That. That's why she said. I thought Nancy yeah. was original. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I followed up with, the, "I'll continue to organize events, produce cool merch, and bring fans together as long as I'm able to. So as long as fans are into." 
to what we're doing, then it, it, it continues. And that's what it's about, period. I get it. And and Drew just said, too, like, if, if in 2015 we came together because the team's awesome in the World Series, then, yeah, we're Fugazi yeah, anyway. Say, say we're bandwagoners. But then, come on. Right. We were there when we were losing. Well, people like to bring up uh, certain shirts I made before I had the license, and then they think, Give like, yo, shit, everything changed. But whatever. We, we don't have to talk too much about this. Stop yeah. hating. We are who we are. We're but still going to be down. out there having fun. And if you want to join us, cool. If you don't, then don't. Like, I don't know what to tell you guys. So, anyway. Um, the talk about uh, surgery, no? Yeah, let's talk about surgery in just one second. But, yeah, the um, the only thing I didn't like about the like, Cabrera trade happened, I think, on Friday after we spoke with Joe DeMeo last week. And the only thing I didn't like was that it was helping the Phillies. I know. I mean, a lot of in- interdivision uh, trades do happen occasionally. But um, David, Lennon, David Lennon put this up. Damn, I need to sit. My mouth is already dry. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Got worked up. <sighs> All right, so David Lennon put this up on uh, the morning of the trade deadline. If the if the Mets legitimately want new leadership in wait, if the Mets legitimately want new leadership in the front office for this winter, can't see the point in letting this group make any long-term decisions until new person plan is in place. Spinning off rentals is the only thing uh, that should be on their agenda. So basically he's saying if they are going to give the GM's role to someone, they have to. I mean, right now they got the three-headed monster in there. They want to have that GM with a clean slate, let him make his decisions for next year rather than these three guys decide stuff. I don't really necessarily agree with it, but when I asked the fans, it was 50-50 split. So at least half the fans that voted on that with us um, were in agreement. So Drew just did bring up the injury report. Matt's his last outing a couple nights ago, which was obviously the 25-4 to loss. After the game, he was interviewed and he said something about dead arm. Damn, I'm burping so much. Which... It's something I've only kind of heard in the past few years. It basically means fatigue. Your arm's tired, whatever. You're blown out. End of the season. I get it. Um, you're doing the same thing every five days, and your arm just kind of can't take it. When you throw in uh, bullpen sessions and long toss and whatever. So what, it happens. So yesterday or, or maybe, yeah, yesterday, it came out that he needed an MRI. So uh, who knows? See? I was going to say that when I hear dead arm from the Mets, I hear like, I smell yeah. like DL. So who knows it, it, what's going on with him? I don't know if he's going to need any kind of um, – Rehab or whatever, I guess we're going to find out today. He went for the MRI today. Supposedly, they're supposed to talk with the press tonight before the game. Is it crazy that news like that still breaks my heart? No, but, you know, like, imagine that. Every he, time, I'm like. Meh. What if he does need something serious and they could have they moved him on Tuesday? <laughs> before the trade deadline. Whatever, life of a Mets fan. And also, Cespedes, we did talk about this last week. If you're living under a rock, obviously, Cespedes is out for the year. He's probably he's going to be out, I think, for all of next year, too. I, think, I don't expect I to see him until thing. 2020. He's got to have calcification of the the heels removed on both heels so it's a it's a it's a dual process where you do one foot first you do the second foot second and whatever so give us a call 631-388-5095 if you want to be on with us and also share the show if you're watching on facebook retweet on twitter and periscope and we are giving away two noah Syndergaard thor bobbleheads the giveaway for this saturday from the mets thanks to the mets for that um just scratching that off of my list (laughs) surgery bye chris wade our boy Chris Wade, he was a guest co-host on the program uh, a few weeks ago. He is fighting tonight at Nassau Coliseum, and the PFL were cool enough to reserve some tickets just for us. He did talk about it when he was on with us the, yeah. on the show. And, um, you know, people were hitting me up asking what the code was, and I didn't know, and I was kind of kept out of the loop until just recently. This worked out on Sunday. So Monday morning, PFL, Chris Wade, myself, we all got in a group email there and figured out the details so i guess they held certain sections back just in case for something like this come comes up so i think i did i tell you the number what it's up to 
The RSVP? Yes. Yeah. So they offered to give us free tickets, which is freaking sick. I don't know what it costs to get in. I think it's like 50 bucks. So, really? Yeah. Whoa. So free tickets, and uh, all they had to do was like RSVP, the email and address. They didn't, I I'm surprised, because when, when they first emailed us, like, oh, yeah, you get free tickets. I'm like, how many? And you're like, I don't know. Yeah. And then you said. They it said, was don't worry, it's a lot. And I was like, well, what's a lot? Because our, our mailing list is pretty extensive. So yeah. anyway, 400 people RSVP. That's crazy. So we're kind of trying to turn this this uh, fight into like an outing atmosphere. We need and some we need some weed chance. Some something something. I don't we know. We need a fucking tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did talk about that. So well, yeah, I did. You're like, oh, we're drinking beers before. Like the the barn is no like people that go to Islanders games back in the day before they moved to Brooklyn. I mean, they're coming back, but uh, I guess it was known that they they tailgate and you yeah. can't tailgate for Rangers games. You got to go to a bar and whatever. So tailgating is a big deal at Nassau Coliseum. So I'm down to go a little early, crack a cold one in the Don't parking do. lot. Oh, Darren's coming with us. BT Yeah, yeah. Nice. You guys are driving. <laughs> me. So uh, if Kel, if you're watching this, we're getting a ride from them. Uh, so anyway, Nassau Coliseum tonight going to be great time i think there might be a there if you're watching this now there might still be some tickets left so if you go to the sevenline.com click the blog area i'm really excited about this and scroll down to where it says get a free ticket if you email them right now you might still be able to get in um again it's it's free so i like miss, mixed martial arts and i was just watching the tv what channel do you leave it on she yes, was watching the yes. tv i was watching that television you the have television, television that's television. out there and randy couture was was um talking about it and then i got so excited because i i used to love watching him well, he's not fighting no. i think he's just like an ambassador or yeah, a but commentator. i used to love him and chuck liddell fighting all the time <laughs> well <laughs> so the, that got me so excited <laughs> if you are a fight fan though like obviously tonight we're going to be out there tomorrow i don't know if there's anything maybe it's like a ufc fight night or whatever on on tv but Saturday night, it's the UFC. I think it's like 272. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is actually a good matchup. Uh, it's it's uh, Dillashaw and whoever. It's a, it's a rematch. It's Saturday night. And Sunday night, it's Rough and Rowdy. Which uh, you love. I fucking love Rough and Rowdy. <laughs> no, um, so we're getting strange. our basement redone. When it's finally done, I'm going to crank that. Because, you know, my house is very yeah. loud. So finally, when, when I'm down the, the basement area, Are crank that TV. Are you calling it a man cave? No, absolutely no? not. Kelly would kill me. <laughs> Uh, it's not the man cave. It's just the basement, the, the basement area with the television. Basement cave. Uh, so yeah, that's Sunday night, and it's it's seriously insane. It's like twenty. Have you watched it yet? No. I always talk about. It. You guys got to fucking rent yeah. this thing. It's Sunday night, rough and rowdy. Go to Barstool and, and buy it. It's like twenty bucks. Are you gonna watch it at your house? Uh, quietly. I watch it on my laptop usually. Oh. And I stream it to the TV. I don't know. Whatever. So rough and so rowdy Sunday said, night. Let's let's like make an event out of it. But I don't know because you. It's our house is loud. Wait till the basement's done. All right. So anyway, let's talk a little about a little bit about the disappointing night the other day. But it did actually spawn into a very uh, clickable <laughs> blog post yesterday. It was I. I have to look, run the numbers, but I think that this this blog may have gotten the most traction in a while for our website. And uh, Tim Riley wrote it yesterday. He texted me. He's like, "Hey, do you want anything on this loss?" And I'm like, "Well, like what? Like, what do you want to actually write about it? That's going to be like clickworthy. Like, who wants to read about?" such a depressing game <laughs> and he's like well i'm thinking about 25 thoughts i had during the 25 to 4 loss and I i'm like it. well i was like before you like dive in just give me a few and like he wrote like i don't know what what he wrote in the text i'm like yeah fucking go for it this is funny <laughs> so anyway 25 thoughts i had during the 25 and 4 loss i'm not going to read all of them but if you're interested go to the sevline.com because they're they're freaking hilarious i'm pretty sure miles just called your basement being redone the yago cave <laughs> we'll, we'll see um all right just a, just a couple here uh, I, number one, I wish Terry was still managing to put someone's ass in the jackpot. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, number five, who even started this game? <laughs> number nine, do I miss Hansel Robles right now? And then oh my God. farther <laughs> down, it said, 
Uh, that was number five. Do I, <laughs> do I wait? Hold on. <laughs> oh, shit. What did it say? What, number number nine. Do I miss Hansel Robles right now? And then I think if you scroll down, it says like no, I don't, or yes, I do. I don't know. It, it's funny. It's it's a lot of funny stuff here. But what I was scouring the internet to find like different uh, tweets to embed here. This is pretty depressing. July thirty first, two thousand fifteen. Wilmer Flores walk off home run against the Nationals on the Mets' way to the World Series was tears of joy. July thirty first, two thousand eighteen. Jose Reyes pitching in a 25-4 to four loss to the Nationals is just tears. So same date, <laughs> three years apart, gigantic difference in what these two games, uh, you know, you know the, not only the outcome, but obviously the implications of winning against the Nationals back in 15 was a big deal. <sighs> and three years later, you got Jose Reyes pitching for the team. Holy shit, you know what I just noticed? What? The wrong date is on the bottom of the screen. I thought I, I thought I actually did a good job today preparing for the show on <laughs> short notice and the wrong dates on the screen. I don't know if anyone's actually calling that out in the comments here. I, I don't know. I haven't been paying what attention date is on? too hard. Last week. I never updated from last Thursday, but whatever. Oh. It's the second, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm drinking. It's depressing, <laughs> so whatever. I'd rather forget the date anyways. Uh, give us a call, 631-388-5195. We're kind of firing right through these topics, and we're hoping that you guys want to chit-chat about whatever. Um, <laughs> also, share the show. If you're watching on Facebook, retweet and do all that good stuff if you're, wa- if you're watching on Twitter and Periscope. I did, however, break out my Reyes t-shirt from you, like Shea Days. You did. Oh, you know what? I have the same one. R- right when he came back, I think I had the tags on it still because I bought it when he was when he was shipped off to Miami or he didn't even ship off. He just signed in Miami. So uh, I didn't have the I didn't take the tags off until he came back. And then I wore it for the first time when we were actually going to Cooperstown. If, if you guys remember, I rocked it on the bus. I but probably haven't worn this in... Uh... Did you see what Josh put up the other day? No. Josh wrote something about... Um, he has over 10 minutes of footage from just the uh, camping at Amagang. This oh. is he, what I've been waiting to see. That he, that he hasn't put up. That he, he said it couldn't fit. Like, in the documentary, the SI, a little to the last out, you should watch it right now. Um, <laughs> or after you're done with this. The, uh, you know, obviously, you can only fit so much in a dock, and it was cut in a way that had to fit on TV because it was on the MLB network. So he has like over 10 minutes of footage that couldn't make it in. And I told Jono, like, if he could somehow get this bloopers? footage. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I want to see that. That would be awesome. Like, yeah, just Josh, if you're watching. Josh! Come on, don't yell. But Josh, <laughs> come on, bro. I always got to tell you this every week. I'm like, don't make me turn your mic off. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm loud. Last shout, week she was like, yo, I think he looked. Melissa Lerner. She says I'm the loudest person she I knows. I think <laughs> last week Liz said, I think he lowered my mic. And I was like, well, you fucking yelling every time. <laughs> I t- you know what it is? It's, it's not so bad for the live show. But when you watch, when I listen to the show afterwards to cut it up, you know, when I put up the post or whatever, it's so fucking loud. Like, we'll say something. She's like, go back! <laughs> like yelling and I'm like holy shit my fucking eardrums like yeah, fuck I'm, you I might both. have to turn the back mic off from now on cause <laughs> Drew Drew's so nice and soft spoken and do you know, know what I'm saying he's yeah just for an hour on Thursday <laughs> alright 631-388-5195 give us a call Mets or whatever honestly I don't care what you want what you want to talk about we'll roll with the punches damn um, I thought we were going to talk about the um Oh, yeah. Scavenger hunt. I know. I was we can't. About we can't. Break. We can talk about it, but we can't play the video. Oh, why? Be- so, because it's got music in it that's, oh, that we don't shit. own, and Facebook sucks. I so. just want to say that that was so much fun. Yeah, that was. We could talk about it. Yeah. We just can't. We just can't play it. I had so, so much fun with that. If you go to the site, click on the blog, scroll down. A couple days ago, there's a there's a post up there. It's it's on YouTube too. But um, <laughs> Rally man we unfortunately can't play the video because that will get 
cut off Facebook yeah, right yeah. away. Like it, it kind of it knows what you're playing and it cuts you off. So, uh, yeah, Jono edited the uh, piece to um, some golden ticket stuff yeah, from uh, yeah. Willy Wonka, and obviously we can't play that. We'll get we'll get xed out here. So somebody in the comments wants to know what the beer who the, the beer sponsor is. Would you miss the beginning Oyster yeah, Bay? Come yeah. on, the best beer ever. Um, yeah, Oyster <laughs> Bay. They got a bunch of options. Go check out the brewery. We are going to be working out something soon with them. And Julia. I will give you another comment. Patrick Jarris just said, I don't mind Liz being loud. She's cool as hell. Oh, yeah. That's I'm sure she the only headphones reads the po- aren't in your ear. And she only reads the positive ones. She doesn't Fuck read the ones you. like, yo, yeah. Lizzie's whack. Like, I never <laughs> watch the show when she's on. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Blacknick says, <laughs> Lizzie makes my ears bleed when I cut the audio. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. See, like, you know, you don't have to listen afterwards. So, like, Keith does work afterwards, and so do I. I and, quit. And, like, you're in the next room. And I'm like, yo, that's fucking loud. <laughs> All right, anyway, <laughs> if you're if you're curious about this jersey I'm rocking right now, we are going to be in – oh, that wasn't supposed to play yet. We are going to be in Brooklyn this weekend. Uh, shout out to the Cyclones. I do not know, understand how they make any freaking money on this deal because they hook us up with basically everything. So you get the jersey – you get an open bar. You get the ticket to the game. You get the giveaway, like the um, the Keith, uh, Keith Hernandez alarm clock giveaway. Everything. So I think that's the first, what's it written down here? First 2,000 fans to go through the gates will get the Keith Hernandez talking alarm clock. We obviously get the, the food voucher, the snack voucher, the jersey, the hat, the ticket, the beers. Like, how much was it? 60 bucks? Something that's like that, yeah. fucking amazing. It, I don't understand yeah. How they make any money? Can I just tell you that last year we drank them dry? Yes, but I told them that they better not ha- have that happen again. So last year, I mean, you know, I can't. But I shouldn't it was complain. towards the end, and it didn't matter. But not only at that, that the point. lines were extremely long for the uh, the food the as well. Food, so yeah. you know what it was like. People don't really spread it out as far as like when they're going to use their voucher. So if everyone walks up at the same time, obviously there's going to be a little bit of a delay uh, or or of a wait. So they are they they noticed that there was a trend of that, you know, people waiting quite a long time to to uh, not besides our group, just other groups. So they did add another um, like island area where they are going to be oh, handling good. all that. So um, anyway, if you are riding the rally bus with us, I think there's like ten spots left. I sent out a mass oh, email about fabulous. it yesterday. Ten spots. Yeah. Oh, I thought you're being sarcastic. No, because the other day we were. You know what it is? We didn't really promote it that much. So right. I, I hit up Greg at the Cyclones. Got like a dedicated email list of just people that are sitting with us. Emailed those people yesterday. I'm like, hey, there's still some spots left. It's a crazy deal. Like, who wants to? Not number one. I mean, if you drink, obviously, who wants to drive anyway? Right. Like, if you if you're a drinker, you know, you shouldn't drive. But uh, if you don't want to be the DD and you're paying for the beer anyway. May as well take advantage. It's thirty five dollars right. for the round trip. By the time you fill up your gas tank, like I live out here, um, and drive to Brooklyn, and there's no tolls, but drive to Brooklyn and Fine pay to parking, park and all yeah, that, yeah. you're you're already coming up if you just take the bus. So right. plus you can drink on the bus, hang out, and get rowdy. So um, the bus leaves from Islandia, which is Exit Fifty Eight's park and ride, and then stops in Little Neck because that's where you live, and you're gonna jump on. And uh, I think there's like fifteen people getting on in Little Neck. Oh, you so see? Huh? There was only one, one yesterday. <laughs> it was one and you guys. Yeah. So there would have been three. So anyway, if you want to jump on, there might be a couple spots left. Go to the sunline.com, click the blog, type in Rallybus, or just go to rallybus.com. I think it's .com or .net. What time is it picking us up? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. It's early, though. I mean, the, the gates open. Let me see. Gates open at 4 o'clock, and that's only entry through the front gate. Our backyard service begins at 4.30. So once we get in, people are talking about, like, oh, I ordered a large. Like, you didn't order a size. It's first come, first serve on the jerseys. Right. But we use the same formula as we use for the home game. So we, we know, we have, like, an educated guess on how many make per size for the nine. Is it 1,000 or 900? I think it's 1,000 tickets. It's 1,000. 
So it's a thousand tickets. So we gave them the formula for that. So obviously the bulk is large, extra large. There's some small, some four X. Um, no it, women sizes, right? No, no, no. So if you are, let's say a three X, four X, small, medium, and you are nervous about it selling out, definitely the second you get in, go get your jersey, get your hat, hang out, and then obviously the beer package starts at four thirty. They so. did that. Very Post game well fireworks last too. Year. I don't. I don't remember them having like an issue with with giving out the t shirts and the hats last. No, no, last it's year, never. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's always pretty smooth. They they yeah. put a ton of people out there yeah, to yeah, to, yeah. to man the table. I'm just saying, if you want a specific size and you're right. nervous, get there. Definitely get there early when they when the gates open. Gotcha. So I think we're leaving like two o'clock, two ish. So we get that three to the get island. there three ish because you know you never know with traffic. Last year that was that street fair, right? And. To get home took forever, but right. whatever. Um, going to be there you early. You better tell Rally Bus not to give us a shitty fucking bus. Because on the way home last year, it was pissy shit smelly. <laughs> it was so bad. In the in the, in the back? In the we back. You didn't even go back. Bus, but we didn't take the bus back. We no, got a ride. I, I think know. you're thinking of so, like one of the other no, outings. No, no, Somebody told me on the way home. It was oh, so fucking Hearsay. Gross. You weren't even there. Anyway, so Just yeah, saying. whatever. If you want to join us, cool. If we get there a little early, we'll probably go to that bar right behind Home Plate. I can't remember what it's called. It's some Irish name. Uh, but this is the alarm clock that you get if you are one of the first uh, 2,000 people through the gate. So what's the deal with this? Good morning. Rise and shine. I know what you're thinking. Who does this guy think he is? I'm Keith Hernandez, and I hope you have a great day, pretty boy. I don't know if you guys heard that, but it's Keith, it's a Keith Hernandez talking <laughs> alarm clock. I definitely want that. So I'm going to bring one of those like drawstring bags or yeah, something so I'll I can pop it in. Um, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, it's, it's like, again, the alarm clock alone, if you had to go on like eBay, it's probably 20 bucks. If you, if you can get this jersey on eBay, another whatever, 30, 40 bucks. The beer package, the hat, the food, the beer, like it's unbelievable. I like, and I, I just, I even said to Greg, I'm like, dude, if your guys are like not making loot on this, no one's going to like complain about an extra five ten five, bucks five bucks like just five bucks raise it you know <laughs> make some money like I, I don't know i feel like they have to be losing money on this package but anyway give us a call 631-388-5195 we want to talk to you about anything and uh what's funny not even funny maybe it's just the time people are at work or whatever last week so many phone calls came through that sometimes when that happens, we have to skip topics. Not that we have to end on an hour. I mean, I don't mind going a little bit later, whatever. But like, we usually like to keep it to a tight hour. And sometimes we have so many calls that we don't get to topics. And sometimes like this, when calls are kind of far and few between, everybody's depressed. Oh, you know what I wanted to ask you about? What up? Um, we never, we didn't really talk about your weekend last weekend with like the with the beer fest. Not that anyone no, not cares the about the beer fest, but the the the, the bike. BMX. Yeah. No one wants to really hear about that either. Except that guy got fucking cra- like. So fucked up, but he's all right. He the is. guy, the guy I told you about yeah, that was knocked yeah. out, bleeding out of his nose. Gay, he's all right. Uh, whatever. I don't he's think alive. people want to be bored he's about alive. that. He's he's good though. Yeah, this what? guy That's got knocked cool. out. Your extracurricular activity is. Well, I'm glad I'm getting back into it because I don't have many years left, especially with the way my back's been holding up. Um, all right. So something came up this morning on Twitter, and I wanted to give it a little shine because I don't even think I told you about this yet. We just posted it. I didn't Uh-oh. share it yet on it any of our bad? social media. It's it's crazy. So remember when I said after the World Series in 2015, I was never cutting my hair again until yeah, the Mets were in the World that Series? That didn't happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, it didn't happen. I, I, you gave whatever, up. I gave up. But <laughs> I think I said like either two years. Whatever. So last year. Don't make fucking. No. <laughs> you said I'm never cutting my hair until we win the World Series again. That all was right, it. So I, all right. So I, so I lost a bet. Like I, I bet myself when I lost. So you anyway, lied. I said I was not going to cut my hair until the Mets got back to the World Series. And then I started going bald. So I was like, fuck, I look so stupid without a hat. I got to like cut my hair off. So um, anyway, this guy, 
vowed that he's going to wear his custom road jersey every single day until the Mets win the World Series again. And every single day or every, every single, single day? Every single day. Every single day. And today is day 1,000. Whoa! So today... <laughs> this guy is crazy. Yeah. So this guy, Jared Allen, decided that he's going to wear the same Mets road jersey every single day until the Mets get back to the World Series. So one... This jersey better hold up because it might be a really long time. Yeah. And two, that's fucking nuts because like uh, Nikki G Money wrote the blog post that I have on the screen right now. If you're listening Shout afterwards, just, just go to the site and look look it up. But um, the, the story is Jared was on his way to City Field for the World Series and decided to order himself a custom road jersey with his name and number 10 on the back and the World Series patch on the sleeve. It didn't arrive until... November 6th, 2015, the Mets were already out of it. Um, wait, wait. He started this on the 6th, shortly after the Mets game five. So he gets home, decides that every, he's going to wear this thing every single day. And he has worn it every single day. And I, I didn't really believe it um, until I looked at this guy's Twitter profile. He, he did a Spartan race in it. He wears it to work. He wore it to like a golf thing. He wears it everywhere, whether it's underneath a shirt or whatever. He That's wears it crazy. every single day. So That's hilarious. It's nuts. I actually emailed Majestic, um, you know, the contact we have for our jerseys. I'm like, this might be good marketing for you guys. You might want to, like, contact this dude because, number it's great. It's great publicity for them that this thing holds up to wear every single day for a thousand days. Um, but another thing, this guy better stay the same size. True. He looks like he's in shape. I mean, he runs Spartan races and stuff like yeah. that. So if it ends up being, like... 30 years it's gonna be a lot of fucking days to wear the same jersey does he wash it or is it yeah yeah that was one of the questions i mean we talked about this too like how often do you wash your jersey like not very often but that's also if i'm like stinky and sweaty um, at like the milwaukee game i'm gonna wash it right away yeah yeah but also for like superstition and blah blah right right, right, sometimes you don't wash it wash it you were you know whatever so just a few places like he wore it to cooperstown he was hoping to see piazza recently piazza wasn't there uh world baseball classic spring training cooper's down the today show macy's thanksgiving day parade nhl winter classic every game he attends obviously what's his name jared allen jared you're crazy (laughs) so yeah, he's a thousand days in. Hopefully, it doesn't take like forever. That's awesome. I mean, I look at Cubs fans. Like Cubs fans had to wait forever. Like yeah. this guy might have to wait like a hundred years. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I, I don't know. I can't picture doing something like that. Me I mean, neither. I'm superstitious on some things. I was talking about this yesterday. You just talked about the bike stuff. Someone put a, a tennis ball in my wheel back in the day, like a, in my in my ta- in my in my wheels. Yeah. And I don't know who put it there, whatever. But I left it forever until like that wheel broke because i felt weird like taking it out i was like watch i'm gonna take this out i'm gonna crash something's gonna happen oh god because this my buddy has a penny in his spokes and yesterday we were riding someone's like where'd you get the penny he's like i have no idea i was at a jam and it ended up being there he's like i don't want to take it out if it falls out it falls out but like it's there to stay so jersey guy jared allen you're a maniac i don't know if you're watching this (laughs) but he he wears uh i don't know where he, he said he wears it to work he does something like a shipping department or whatever, and I guess they don't have like a uniform. Oh, that's cool. He wears it to work every day. He wear it's nuts. And he's not trying to be like a Marlins man. He's doing it for like he started it for a reason. He said to himself, "I'm wearing this every day." So maybe he thought, "You're like, all right, Mets are dope. 2015, they're going to be back next year." And then he started it, and this then obviously blew my mind. 2016 <laughs> wild card last year happened. Yeah. What happened? Obviously, yeah. we're not making the playoffs this year. Yeah. So next year maybe, but like, so that's a five year bet with himself now. Yep. Or a hundred year bet. I have no idea. That's crazy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm speechless. I had some jeans I wore every day until I'm they blew spe- out, until I'm like the speechless. crotch blew out, but the same jersey every day. It's pretty crazy. 
Um, we do I have another it. phone call. Oh, our boy. Let's get to uh, what's up, Savage? Savage in what's Long up, Island. Boy? What's up, Savage? How's it going? It's going. Good, good. Yeah, it's uh, hot out here today, so I'm just hanging out in the pool. Uh, oh, what a oh, rough, day. Oh, oh, oh. rough day. Sorry, I had to throw that in. Listen, you guys are in the air conditioning room. I'm sure you're fine. I, I don't know. I just saw a cloud come in. It's a little shady in here now. <laughs> Throwing shade. You're, you're at the pool. And, you know, I, I can't complain. I'm drinking a beer, hanging That's out. True. But anyway, what's going on? Uh, not much. I know Miami's coming up next, uh, but I was, uh, I'm on board for Boston. I just was curious. It's a city of bars, and, you know, the cask and flagon is that flagship bar across from Fenway. If you guys, I'm always asking this question of you guys because that's my priority, but if you guys have scouted anything for Boston, hangout locations or bars or whatever. You know, we've had a lot of interest from different fans that wanted to take the reins on that. Unfortunately, um, or fortunately for them because it's an awesome baseball town, but there, there's a lot of bars, like you said, but they're always really packed. So we have 1,600 right. tickets to the game. It's really hard to find a location in the area that's not, not only that they're willing. Of course, they're going to say yes, you know, get the extra business. Uh, why do they care if they hit capacity, you know? Um, but, you know, we don't want to ever go to a bar and take the place over in a negative way. Like, we like to go to bars, give them a heads up, take over, have fun, do our thing. And we need to find something that's a little bit farther. Like, let's say it's a 10, 15-minute walk rather than across the street. Because the spots across the street are always mobbed. Yeah. And, um I don't know. I'm, I'm working on it. And, you know, if, if anyone watching this wants to take the range, they have suggestions. My, my, my cousin's from Boston, and uh, I kind of asked him the same thing. And it, if, you, if you Google it and you look up places, like, everything that's kind of large is right near the ballpark, and they're already so busy. So it's, right. it's going to be tough. I mean, you know, and, and uh, you know, no shout-out to myself. I haven't really been concentrating on it as much as, as I should be. We're a couple months out now, and I'm going to work on it. But um, I know that you like beer koozies, right? Sure. You know that we have one coming here tomorrow. Send the beer Ab- guy. Absolutely. I saw. Well, you, you. I think you hit me back when I put up something about my uh, my old seven line. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Block, Something coming out, and then uh, my buddy Gallucci sent me the uh, the link or the picture that you put up with it. So I saw it. Yeah. You know, one of the first times. You know, we met a bunch of times, but one of the first times we had like a private interaction. I think it was emails or direct message or something. You were asking me about. Maybe it was the Piazza one. You wanted a Kuzi that we didn't have anymore, and I'm like, all right, let me look, and I ended up finding one. That's that's exactly it. You gave me the original one that you had, and you're like, I, you know, I don't do this because it's kind of waters down the event. And I said, no, I get you, it makes sense. And then you hit me up that time and surprised me, so that was cool. Look I at still that. Rock that. Look at that. A little pat on the back for myself there. All right, Rob. <laughs> so uh, have fun by the pool. Don't work too hard. And uh, are you going to the uh, Coliseum tonight for the fight? Uh, no, I can't actually. I got my sister in town. She's going uh, leaving tonight, so it's my last day with her. She lives out in Colorado. If you remember, we did Denver a few years back. Oh, um, she lives in Denver, so we, we, we were up at that game. But I will be uh, this Saturday with the wife uh, at Brooklyn. Oh, awesome. I heard and you're taking the, the bus from Little Neck. I, I am rallying from Little Neck, yeah. No way. That's oh, awesome. Nice. All, right. All right, cool, man. So I'll see you on Saturday. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Later. Later. I have a funny koozie story. Okay. My friend Rebecca thought about me on Saturday. Randomly. I haven't seen her in a long time. We went to the Queens Farm powwow, mm-hmm. which I love and I do every year. And we went there and I was walking through the crowd and I felt somebody grab my arm and it was her. And I was like, hey, how's it going? She's like, so weird. I thought about you today, blah, blah. So whatever. We talked. We talked. We spent like the evening. She hung out with all of us. And then later on, after it was all done, she pulls out a drink out of her bag and she has our seven line army oh, koozie yeah, yeah, around her. Which one? Um, th- like the original, the, the big one, like the the, the big Beer well, there was one. one we gave away at a game. Remember, it was like the free giveaway? Yeah, that one. 
not 30, the Piazza 31? one. No, 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 not the not the Piazza one. The one with the t- it's oh the logo, the logo, yeah, the, it's logo. Cool, cool, cool. So she breaks that out. She's like, see, things are just meant meant to happen. Some people in love a way. koozies. Like she, I know, and she's like, before today it stunk and i like put it in the washing machine blah blah and she like made me smell it and she's like now it smells yeah like you get some downy. funky beer on it you throw in a backpack <laughs> and, and she's like see things are just meant to be and i thought that was so random and fun so yeah oh well yeah, you know some people they they have like quite the collection obviously on fourth of july people were all america up up there in toronto and you know got the american flag ones whatever yeah. but um brian shoemaker's parents go to uh, key west all the time they go to like some what's it called Something Kevin's or some Irish Kevin's or oh, or uh, a bunch of places, but they have like the the thermoses and like yeah. the beer koozies yeah. and everything. But yeah, people collect them. I mean, I usually get one. I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna lose this, and then I that's it. I use yeah. it for like a game and it's me gone. Me too. Me too. I'm really bad at. at you had a Jose notes. Reyes one that I was using a little while back. Yeah. Maybe that did I have a jersey. zipper? Did I have a zipper? It like on it the back? A, no, it, it was no, a jersey. Oh yeah, look at yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Budweiser one. Yeah, yeah. It went, that was for a bottle. It slips yeah. over the top of a bottle. I so love that one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. We got some stuff here. I mean, again, like always trying to add to the tchotchkes here. So people have been sending us stuff for the for the studio. I so know, I love it. Anyway, let's talk about uh Savage just jumped the gun and talked about Boston, but let's talk about uh Miami, which is coming up only next weekend. Again, not a whole lot of well, not again because it's the opposite of Boston. So Boston's kicking it, and you know it's so much fun there. And I don't think I've ever said kicking it for a, for a place in my life. But uh, Wrigley is obviously sick. Fenway's sick. You know, uh, Colorado was great, like pre- really great pregame spots. You know, uh, when we were in Baltimore, I think there was only like one bar, but it was fun pickles. But um, we only have uh, two more ballparks to close out the the National League completely. I went to Cincinnati myself, so I really only have one more stadium to hit off. But Cincinnati is great. But Miami, this is going to be, I think, my fourth or fifth time going there. It stinks. There's not a lot going on around there. I, I mean, Miami itself, like Miami Beach, is is fun. You yeah, know, if you're into Beach. if you're into that, I'm not really into that. But if you're into that scene, you, you'd probably love it. Um, the ballpark area, it's uh, Little Havana. A lot of houses. It's weird. It's in a weird spot. So it's like residential and then the ballpark. Uh, people that live down there rent out like their front lawns for parking. It's 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 smart. Like you live down there, let people park there, fifteen bucks, whatever. But uh, there is like one main road. It's kind of like a, it's a little bit wide. It's, it's probably like a Queens Boulevard. So you cross over that, and then there's a couple couple bars over there. But uh, they're not really large enough for our crew. So we got a hundred tickets. Little did I know that this year. The Marlins, uh, they didn't really partner with anyone. They just Someone just decided to rent out a space right there. But it's called Nightlife Brewing. They started a brewery right there next to the ballpark. So right behind the home plate entrance, it's called Nightlife Brewing Company. It's not that big. I think the capacity inside is only 100. We have 900 Ooh. tickets. Damn. But they, they have an open container policy there. So you could drink on the street outside the ballpark. You could drink in the pavilion. You could do basically whatever you want. They have no rules. I mean, honestly, the Marlins are not in any position to try to turn fans away. So the... Um, the area right in front of the ballpark, there is a little like island bar that's like it's a permanent spot, and also the Nightlife Brewing Company is there now. You could buy beers from inside and go outside, and they also have a whole row of food trucks. So it's food trucks, the brewery, this Marlins bar, and um, you know whatever you kind of just take over that area. So that's the plan. I spoke with the guys a couple of days ago, and instead of making it confusing like this beer is worth this much, this is this, they're doing every single beer tap or can. Five bucks, uh, which That's once great. you go inside, I don't know what the prices are in Marlins Park. It's probably like, I don't know, 10 bucks, 11 bucks yeah. for a beer. You know, you have a few outside, hang out with us, and uh, wear your event shirt for the discount. So obviously the, the Nightlife Brewing Company people are going to have to know who you are and who you're with. So rock your Gone Fishing t-shirt and get $5 beers. The cool part about it, too, is like they have, 
you know, picnic tables, umbrellas, all that good stuff, like right out front. And they also have like, you know, McKellar, they have like the um, the cooler bar yeah. hawker, whatever yeah, you call yeah, it, yeah. like the mobile beer station. They have that as outside as well. So don't let the the um, the small capacity of the inside of the place deter you from that sounds like coming it's to the be pregame. A good time. And Anything I know some with beer and taco and uh, food trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got my attention. She said tacos. <laughs> and all I want is tacos. There's probably tacos there. I'm sure you guys are probably trying to <laughs> hit up one of the sandwich. the spots around here before we go to Nassau Coliseum, right? I don't know yet. I don't know if there's good taco spots around here. Not tacos, but <laughs> oh, what do you get? You, you go somewhere. <laughs> you just want tacos. You go to Brentwood too. somewhere and you get some oh, food. Colombian, yeah, Colombian, Colombian restaurant. Yeah. Mm. What's that shit that I like? It's not potatoes. Oh, uh, arepa. No, nah, what? Wait, empanadas. <laughs> no, no, man, Wait. it's a root. Oh, oh, juca, uh, juca, you, yeah, juca, yeah, juca, yuca, yuca, yuca right? Yuca, yeah, yeah. yuca fries. Um, That's what you like. Yuca. There you go. Or you could say like Andrew. Juca. Juca. Like the Jankies. The (laughs) the New York Jankies. Yes, exactly. Did you see that thing the other day about the crayons? Yes. How do you say it? Crayon. Crayons. Crayon. Crayons. Crayon. What do they say? Like crawl. Crayon. Crayon Crayon or crown. Who says that? Fuck. It's some. It's on Facebook. (laughs) It's on Facebook. Let me find it while while you guys talk amongst yourselves for a second. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's a. Let me play this. They're like, this is an orange crayon. Anybody that says it differently is retarded. Like, they yeah, they no obviously shit. didn't say that, but... Uh, well, well, I did. All right, hold on. Let me put this. John Salazar says, yuca. Juca. Hold on. A crown. I get crayon. I, I see it. I know how it's spelled, what but up, it's T-Bird? a crown. When you're a kid, you play with crowns. 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 This is a crayon. Crayon. Two syllables. Okay, this is an orange crayon. Crayon is how you say it. Who the fuck says crayon? This is an orange crayon. I've never heard that crayon. in my life. This is a crayon. A crown That's goes on your head. All right, so anyway, it's a crayon. 13 million crayon. 714 views later, and obviously, the, you know, this type of shit goes viral because people want to, you know, start arguments and, right, and you know, chime in their two cents here. But it's kind of like, remember last year, like that dress? It was like, what color is the dress? Yes. This oh, kind of shit goes viral. the word? Remember the word? No, oh yeah, yeah. What do you the, hear? Yeah. yeah. What do you? That should bug me out. That, what was that again? No, no, no. That bugged me la- out. It was Laurel. Yeah. La- Laurel or, or or something else. Y- Laurel. What was it? Yanny. Yanny. Yeah. yeah. Laurel <laughs> or Yanny. I heard Laurel, Laurel. For like the first Honestly, twenty minutes. Honestly, no. That did bug me out because I heard Laurel and then every other person that I that I asked heard Yanny and I was. What like, did you hear? Am I? Bu- I heard Laurel for the first twenty minutes and then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, after that, you watched I it heard, for twenty minutes. Yo, yeah, we, we kept we going were back and forth. Out. I was bugging out, and I was like, I went to his parents, I went to my parents, I I called my sister, I asked you. I, I called was, friends that I haven't spoken to in fifteen years. Uh, I was like, I, I did was, walk, I did walk into my shit, walk up to my mother and my phone and put it to her ear. I'm like, what are you hear? She's like, what? What is this? Like, she actually didn't hear Laurel. She heard Yen. She didn't hear Yen either. She heard like something completely different. I'm like, <laughs> she I'm heard like, Jose. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's going Carlos. on? Carlos. She heard Yago. <laughs> yeah. No. <nah>, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's like the, the the viral video of the week is this Yanni and Laurel shit. Uh, give us a call 631-388-5195. Next person to get through, we'll play What's in the Box. It's our weekly game show where you pick one, two, three, or four, and whatever's in the box you get for free. We'll mail it out to you. And um, if you call right now, you're going to play. So besides that, we're just talking about pre-games. We do have a game next to We have so much fucking shit going on. So today, <laughs> we have the fight. 
Tomorrow I'm going to City Field. Saturday we have Brooklyn. Sunday I have like a mini reunion with Kelly's family that's here from from uh, Florida. Ooh, fun. Monday is I guess nothing, and then Tuesday we have an outing. So I feel like we're in a band. Like every day we got something going on. So um, this coming Tuesday we're going to be back at City Field. We have an outing against the Cincinnati Reds. I was actually hoping that um, it would work out where Harvey was going to pitch. Oh, he was, I was so hoping that. But I wasn't sure really what kind of reception he was going to get, you know, because he wasn't a bad Met. You know, if you look at, you know, his tenure here, whatever, just the way that he went out yeah. and the way that his attitude and changed and whatever. what do you remember most? The way he went the out. End, the yeah. end, yeah. So uh, that's kind of what I was saying, too, about Jose. Like, the, the, the tail end of his, of his career now on the decline, it kind of tarnishes all the good stuff he did back in the day with us. But whatever, it's he, neither here nor there. I still remember it, and I still love him, and nobody's going to take that away from me. He was supposed to pitch on Wednesday. The Reds were smart. They pushed him, so he's not going to pitch at City Field. So he'll still be there, obviously. He'll be in the bullpen. But um, that'll be kind of weird. Like, before Actually, the game, if he's in the bullpen, it's closer to where we are. Yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> I feel about that. Anyway, Harvey and the Reds will be in town next week. Obviously, Harvey's not going to be pitching, pitching against us. We're going to be out there Tuesday night. I couldn't tell you who's going to be pitching for the Mets because who knows what's going on with this rotation now with Mats. Vargas is pitching tonight. I don't know how many people are excited about that. But uh, we are going to be pre-gaming. Shout out to McKellar. It's been our home for our weekday pregame spot this year. Uh, they are hooking up the crew. Actually, it's every day, but um, you can go before any game or during or after any game and get specials as well. All you got to do is show the T7L logo on your hat, your jersey, whatever you happen to be wearing that has the logo. You get a discount. But the beer specials this week are uh, at the bar. People Power, hey, Say Hey Sally, and Henry Hustle are for, all for 5 bucks. And at the Beer Hawkers, that'll be the cans. Also, People power and say, hey, Sally, also $5. So uh, doors to McKellar open at 4 o'clock. We'll get there right around then. They have a lot of really good beers and on tap. And even if you Did you eat last time? No. Because I was like talking, talking, talking. And then by the time I knew it, we had to go in. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was the first time I ever missed National Anthem. Yeah. In the history I, of the Seven Line Army too. games. This is going to be outing 91. We're 49 and 41. We are on a four-game winning streak right now as far as the, the, the crew is concerned. But even if you don't drink beer, they have like really good ciders. Dan got it. No, I not, too. No, Dan got the, like, the nitro. Oh, and they have coffee stuff. Coffee, yes. Yeah. Yes. Whatever it's called. They have a cold brew on tap and they had ciders and somebody was drinking like a rosé. I don't know what it was. Oh. But I, I saw that like it's not just beer. It's a bunch of really good stuff. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. So spot to chill before the game. Obviously, uh, tailgating isn't too conducive to a 7 o'clock start if you're <laughs> working on to 5. Um, your mom's FaceTiming me right now. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, tell her she's got to yeah. chill. She's All right. So um, besides that, yeah, I mean, McKellar's fun. Come on out, hang out with us before the game. Hopefully, the Mets get another victory. If they do, it'll be five straight for us. And then, guys, I'm feeling a little loose. It'll be a last little warm up nice. before we head down to Miami next uh, Friday. Yeah. Is when I'm going. I don't know. I never really know until the night before. So I'm not going. Anyway, we are going to play our favorite game show, "What's in the Box," presented by the Seven Line. Before we get to that, we got to play a nice little musical note here. And maybe do a little <laughs> shuffle. Um, we got Stephanie on the line from Times. Oh, I love Stephanie. What's up, Stephanie? Hey, guys. Nothing much. I'm excited to um, finally be on this uh, What's in the Box show. Yay! Awesome. Well, you're, you're a familiar voice, and, and I always love hearing it. So how's it going in oh, Times River? It's good. Um, I'm actually calling as well because I'm going to um, see you guys in Brooklyn on Saturday. So I'm very excited. Yay! Awesome. Is that your first time to a Cyclones game? 
Um, you know, I've been there for, um, I, I want to say like a little while ago, um, in a great time. My, my dad actually went hold on. Hold on one second. Drew, Drew, hang up the phone. <laughs> Yo, Drew, hang up. Jeez Louise, like I'm a try over here. Hold that hold that thought for a second, please. All right, there okay. we go. Perfect. What were you saying? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, so I went a little while ago and um, we had a great time, but this is actually going to be um, my first seven line outing. So oh, no way. you know it's really long overdue and I'm just really excited to uh, hang out with you guys. Do you drink beer? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> she sounds so yeah. soft. I was going to say, like, the, you know. I'm very excited about that open bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not poo-pooing the game at all. We love watching the game and cheering for the players. But obviously, there's there's uh, a lot less on the line when you're watching the, the Cyclones. Well, let's be honest. Yeah. You're watching the Mets these days. There's not much on the line either. But, um, you know, the, the beers will be flowing, and we're going to have a great time. So I look forward to seeing you out there. So definitely come and say what's up. What's the weather supposed to be like? Yeah. All right, so listen, one, two, three, or four, whatever's in the box, you get for free. Oh, I get to do it this time. Okay, uh, one. One, number one. That's two weeks in a row someone picked number one. Let's see what it is. Actually, I just put that in there. What what is it? Oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is awesome. All right, so let's show her what she wants. Oh, that's dope. So you get a replica Mookie Wilson jersey. I don't even know where I got this. I'm sure it was from a game last year or two years ago. Uh, it's a size large, and does uh, do we have your address? Yeah. Oh, awesome! So I'm getting a right now. Oh, awesome! So we'll mail this out to you today, and uh, you may even have it before the weekend. But definitely come and say what's up on Saturday. Awesome! Great. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. And that ended right on cue with the with the music there. Um, yeah, I don't know where I got that. I wanted to keep it, but like, there's so much stuff that we have here now that I just put towards what's in the box because I like it. You know, maybe at the end of the season, whatever's left in there, we'll get to keep because, uh, you know, we have nine, sh- eight shows left after today. We are going to have our last show on September 27th, which actually works out being um, the same day as our first ever outing. September 27th, 2012 was our first ever celebrate? game. I don't know. Just say enjoy your winter and hopefully it doesn't <laughs> snow too much. Our last game, we're going to do an outing on September 30th. Those tickets didn't go up yet. I feel weird posting a, a, an outing when fans are so depressed and negative. But we are going to be selling those tickets kind of soon. If you want to come cheer with us, the final game of the year is September 30th on a Sunday. We're definitely going to be blowing out that tailgate party. And uh, Kelly doesn't know it yet, but we're definitely getting a hotel <laughs> and staying in Queens. I want to go out with a bang and uh, have fun. So, should be a good time. Uh, we do have to do our <laughs> share contest and our retweet contest. If you haven't done that yet, you can do so now to be in the running. All you got to do is click that little button, and you'll be in the running. Um, Gabriel from the Oyster Bay Brewing Company just hit me up. Happy to give you guys some beer for your Cyclones outing this weekend. Oh, hell yeah. So how Sounds about like a party. We, we meet up and, and load up the coolers before we get on the bus for Rally Bus? All right, so Gabe, I mean, you don't have to twist our arm on free beer. Uh, again, if, you, if you're just tuning in, shout out to Oyster Bay, hooking us up with these brewskis uh, from now until the end of uh, Orange and Blue Thing Season 2. If you want to pop into their brewery, uh, just mention Orange and Blue Thing, $5 any pint during Mets games and $1 off pints uh, every day. So just mention Orange and Blue Thing, get a discount, go check them out. 
two friends from the from the area decided to start a brewery back in the day, turned it into what it is now, and I picked this up from just my distributor down the street from my house. So See, this is what I should have done. They're all over the place. I should have continued home brewing. And I don't know then, why you don't. And then I would have. I know Andrew's dad tells me every single day. He's like, "Where's the beer? Where's <laughs> the beer? You? I used to brew a, gr- a grapefruit beer, and it was awesome. And and he asked me every day. So we have another call, and this is the first time we actually uh, aren't doing any, like, screening here. So who are you, and what do you want to talk about? Oh, hi. How are you? Uh, my name is Michael Smith. I'm just calling to say hello. How are you? And just seeing what's in the box. Oh, we already did what's in the box, but uh, thanks for calling and saying hi. What, what? Hello, Michael Smith. <laughs> All right, Mike, listen, try, right. try next week. We're live next Thursday, 6 o'clock. Okay, great, great. Okay, let's go, Matt. Take care. Absolutely. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, so let's do the share contest and, uh, and turn this thing off. So um, you do the Facebook. I'll do the retweets. And then uh, if you are going to the, to the fight tonight, shout out to Chris Wade. I doubt he's watching this. He's got a fight in a few hours. Uh, we're going to be out there wait, wait, right supporting. Now. Yeah, you, which is absolutely crazy. you got to drop like 20 pounds in a day to make weight. He's uh, fighting in the 155 class, lightweight, against Yuki Kawana. I think he's from Japan. Wade's 12-4-0. Uh, Yuki is 14-2-5. But none of that matters in the PFL. The way it works is... Really unique system. It's a championship. So each year there's someone who wins your weight class. There's six different classes. There's 12 fighters per class. You c- accumulate points throughout the year, and then you make the playoffs and make the finals. The finals, it's, it's like the World Series, let's say, for fighting. It's on New Year's Eve. I think it's in Vegas. Whoever wins gets a million dollars per class. So they're giving out up to $10 million, So I guess maybe second place might get something. The winner gets a million. Second place Ooh, might per get. Per class. So they're giving away $10 million on New Year's Eve. And hopefully, Holy it, but you got to keep fighting it and accumulating yeah, points to points. get to the playoffs right, right, right. and then get to the championship. So, Dude, that's awesome. Chris lost in Chicago. We talked about him that day that he was uh, he didn't want to rock the Cubs hat when he threw out the first pitch in, in, at Wrigley. So uh, that's how we met Chris and, and all that. Um, but he lost that fight, so he has to win tonight. Yeah. So tonight, if you're going support, uh, I don't feel people are going to like making signs and shit. But definitely get loud for Chris, Hell local yeah. guy, friend of the Seven Line, friend of you know, friend of us, big Mets fan. And we're going to be out there cheering them on. So, Let's um, go, Chris. Are you ready to go? Yeah. All right. So, do, 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 stop. <laughs> this guy is going to poop himself because he absolutely is going to shit. <laughs> why? Because why is he going to shit? <laughs> because he loves this f- freaking marble crap. Oh, oh, th- who's that? Miles. Oh, no oh, way. Miles. Shit. Look, Miles. All right. So, Miles wins the bobblehead. <laughs> Uh, we're going to save on the shipping and bring it to you on Saturday. Go all right, if that's, if that's cool. Um, and then we'll do the retweet right now. He's going to shit. Again, we do this every week. So if you are, if you are listening afterwards and um, you want to be in the running to win some stuff, just watch the live show. Uh, we typically are at Thursday nights. <laughs> this week we're a little early for uh, Chris Wade, but uh, let me know when. Hold on one second. Let me, let me click these retweets here. Tell me when. Oh, um, stop. stop. All right, Warren G R P H at Yuri X ninety eight. So he <laughs> is the other winner. He's a huge uh, fan of the Islanders, Giants, oh, Mets, Fighting Irish, Knicks and Jets, Lincoln Park, three eleven, New York Pizza, A E P I for life. I don't know what A E P I is, but he is the winner. Three eleven on Twitter, and shout out to Miles for Facebook. So thank you guys for watching. <laughs> Miles said, fuck yes. Don't, <laughs> Don't worry, worry. I, I did, did shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Little poopy pants over there in Brooklyn. Uh, he's probably in Manhattan right now. But anyway, see you guys on Saturday. 
definitely hydrate. It's a long day. It's a mar- it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, spread out those beers. You got like three hours of free beer. Shout out to the Cyclones. I don't know how you're making any money, but whatever. Good for us. Thank bad you. For you. Uh, Shout out to Oyster Bay. Let's go Chris, Chris Wade, Wade today. Tonight. Let's go Chris Wade. Rough and Rowdy on Sunday. McKellar on Tuesday. Florida next Friday. Outing next Saturday. So a lot going on. But tune in next Thursday night. Orange and Blue Thing season two, episode thirty-one. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get Piazza on again next week. Ooh. Oh, we'll Whoa. see. I doubt it, but whatever. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for everything. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Drew. Shout out to Lizzie and all you guys for watching and listening. See you guys tonight. See you guys next week. Bye. And tonight. And Tuesday and Saturday and Monday and Friday. (laughs) 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 All right, let's go, Mets. Cheers. And and shout out to Oyster Bay. Peace. That's why I said it already.